0: 615 presents Off The Record with Tom Lamore and Cammy Fox Off The Record 615 Off The Record Yes guys welcome back to 615 Presents Off The Record. I'm Tom Lamore aka Tom DeLips and I'm
1: joined as always by my co-host Cammy Fox. Yes people, how are we doing? And we are joined by a special guest today Emma Rushworth, aka Mariella Violin. How are you doing?
2: Hey guys, you alright?
1: Hello em So
0: for every one of our listeners that doesn't know who you are, I'll let you start off. Tell everybody a bit about yourself and what company you represent
2: yeah so um i have an electric strings company and uh, myself which is called string infusion and um, you know we provide a lot of different electric strings for daytime sort of ceremonies events so that sort of thing but obviously i also work for you guys as mariella violin yep. which i love doing um for the evening sort of dj entertainment side and yep. um, so everything's always a lot of fun
0: <laughs> one of our very own 615 artists yes. uh, and uh, a very successful company of your own which we obviously work quite closely with on a yeah. number of different events and, and occasions and stuff like that um, so to give everyone a little bit more insight into what you're about, I know you've obviously just discussed it briefly there maybe give us a little bit more of an idea of what you do in terms of marketing yourselves where you're based what sort of events you're doing, who you're working with and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, no problem so obviously we're based in Manchester Yeah. Um, but obviously we travel everywhere and um, we've done gigs in nationally as well um, but obviously at the moment that's not really a thing. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, so we're we'll tra- get on
0: to that, <laughs> <laughs> as always.
2: Um, but, yeah, so we try and travel a lot. Um, but, obviously, we work with different companies, different production companies, so we can really tailor it and make it bespoke to whatever event it is. Um, it could be stage sort of, you know, dance shows. We can incorporate different instrumentals with that. Or it can just be kind of high-energy sets, electric yeah, string yeah, sets. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've,
1: you've written your music. You've written customised, tailored music for events as well exactly
2: yeah we've done all sorts um and that's what we feel is important um to a client we like to make sure that whatever it is it will suit their specific event so nothing is ever the same
0: yeah, Wicked. well, we came up with a concept for my wedding, didn't we? Exactly, very, very, very good
2: and very different. We've never done that. It was, mean, it,
0: was mean,
1: it got <laughs> yeah. everyone guessing.
0: No, me. yeah, I know everyone it's, guessing. Well, so everyone that doesn't know, it was actually it, what happened was we came up with a, an idea that myself and my wife wanted to do film music basically in the Brilliant, church, didn't we? So yeah. all our favourite movies theme tracks essentially, uh, and what we did is with the help of yeah. you, uh, Emma, <laughs> was to get together a small orchestra. Mini orchestra, Mini orchestra. it was fab, yeah. And then you, we, we scored all the music from scratch, didn't we? Yeah. And then recorded and, it.
2: Exactly, and I think it's really nice because film music obviously isn't played a lot at weddings, but it's so epic, and it's got some really beautiful music in it. Yeah. Especially from string side you know when we look at that and people request it it's always very difficult because like you said you need a bit of all the instruments Mm. Um, otherwise I just don't think it has that epic scale about it it still sounds lovely but it's just with those extra instruments yeah I did it didn't it it was brilliant it was fun
1: playing that as well isn't it compared to everything else that's
2: what you know all the musicians who play just said it's so different they never do that they're used to just turning up kind of doing the same sort of songs which is lovely and they work but you know to do something different it just makes our job more exciting yeah,
0: so. yeah. and we we're always trying to break sort of the boundaries I suppose with, with 615 as a brand and that was something that I mean there was a lot, a lot of different segments to the wedding that we tried new things for exactly and that was one of them and yeah. obviously that was the first part of the day really
2: and definitely breaking the boundaries with the Harry Potter medley so it yeah. wasn't it Whoa. wasn't just a piece you had a medley
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah I know it was brilliant it was emotional yeah. I must admit there's some tra- I know my mum was emotional <laughs> over Jurassic Park oh. In because of when I was a kid and I loved Jurassic Park and that it, everything, there was all part I was emotional anyway. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> trying not to, no. to, to cry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a chin doubled up on, and that's what we try and do, you know.
2: That's we try and make. People feel happy and special on their day, and try and find something different. It was like this corporate event we did, um, which was at Event City. They wanted it was a nineties theme, so they wanted us all in like neon costumes, basically mm. with the whole hair mascara. Uh, we had like neon. We put neon. Did you have
0: neon eyelashes?
2: Yeah, neon eyelashes. Neon eyelashes. Put neon lights around the instruments. There was twenty of us, so it was a twenty-piece electric string group. So. Yes. We can go up to kind of any size,
0: really. Yeah. You've built that, obviously, from scratch. Yes. What's your background as as an artist? Because I know a lot of our artists come from different backgrounds. There's a lot of classically trained there's a lot of jazz trained musicians and stuff and then obviously you've got your DJs who've grown up with different genres of music got into it at different times in their life I know you've done it for a long time you've got a musical family as well
2: yeah my dad
0: (laughs) similar to (laughs) yourself yeah
2: so he obviously was um, he's just retired retired last week was a music teacher he went to study um, in London Um, he was classically trained um, as was I but he really knew he wanted to teach so, even though he kind of, you know, um, did the whole playing side and loved it, he always came back and was like, I want to teach. And then yeah. he kind of introduced me to the violin. Um, it was like this big looked like a toy you yeah. know 16th size I think they call it it was yeah, tiny wow. um, and yeah I just couldn't get enough of it really just wanted to keep playing and playing for <laughs> and hours now
0: you're the queen of violin oh,
2: I don't know about that still learning <laughs> still learning but what, we're getting there
0: what no, age you did smashed start, it, aren't you what age
1: did you start playing then
2: when I was four
0: four wow. years old wow four, yeah. I tried to get Ted playing piano at four and that did not go down <laughs>
2: yeah <that>. piano is <laughs> a difficult dick, dick, dick. one though because it's if you think about it, it's two hands. So at that age, it's quite difficult. And if they can't stretch. Yeah. So maybe about eight.
0: Yeah, i back into it. He, does, yeah. he did enjoy it. But like you said, it's difficult, and you know, p- going back to when I started playing, I know I played piano briefly when I was very young, yeah, and then did picked up the sax when I was about eight or nice. nine, I think. So I know everyone gets into it. The best time to get into it is as a, is as a kid,
2: definitely, hundred yeah, percent. And I th- like I don't remember starting. So when everyone asks me, how, I'm like, I don't actually know. Like I can't tell you. It's just been part of my life. For that long, you know? So it's been fab. And then I do remember, like, my first violin teacher, like, you know, like, just brief memories. Like, I don't really look at it and go, I remember this day specifically. But I'll never forget we used to do, like, I've always been into the performance side indefinitely. Like, she used to get us every Sunday, all of us together. And we used to, even if it was just open strings whatever we'd learnt that week we had to play in front of everyone I I was so nervous obviously tiny at the age of four in front of all the parents and you were like but it was the best thing because it made me learn how to perform from such a young age
1: and build your confidence exactly
2: because you no matter what it is I think confidence is such a massive thing when performing and that's you know something that no matter if how good you feel about your playing you just got to keep doing it Mm. no matter what setting it is whether it's a classical concert whether it's in a bar whether it's you know at an event everything mm. is good for your confidence
0: yeah so. I agree with that I think I've spoken to a couple of people in the past about this because it's something I feel quite strongly about and yeah. I've discussed it with Cammy before I think I, we had, I had Josh Butler on a podcast and um, we chatted about it then about music, the importance of music with young people and I, I know there'll be parents listening yeah and I know from personal experience just, just relating to what I, what I went through is that it is very very tough yeah as a kid to keep it up when you've got your friends out wanting to play Oh, yeah. Or whatever it is on the street and messing about, and then you know, as a, I know, my dad was pretty strict with that. You're practicing, you know, yeah. you've got a talent, you're doing it, and I, I would kick and scream doing stuff. Yeah. But I'm so <laughs> glad I've got there now. Everyone looks at it now and looks at what we do, yeah. particularly and says, oh, it's a dead glam, glamorous life. You know, number of things from a client perspective, they think we've got a dead glamorous life. And yeah. It looks so easy, yeah, but it, that's because of all the years hard work. Exactly. But on another point is when clients. Um, or, or potential people, you know, say, "Oh, you know, you, you do. It's good money, that, isn't it? Really, for what yeah. for what you are And I said, "Well, actually, if you look at the time you've put in, from
2: the it's age of four, that. I'm now what, twenty yeah. yeah. five? that's how long. Yeah. If you look yeah. at
0: the hours of investment, <laughs> yes. and not only on time but yeah. on 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 materials yes. like the instrument itself, then uh, you can justify exactly. the sort of fees that artists it's are charging. It's so
2: true, and I think it's one of those that people don't really understand when you know you're booking for any event they they look at the fee sometimes and think, oh, I didn't have that budget. And then I think once I try and explain to them, you know, these are the reasons why, um, and I always say in terms of, you know, it's our time, and um, we've prepped before, we have to yeah. prep. Even even for events, say they want new songs, we still have to practice that. Yeah. So it's all that time gathering together and everything else that will include. And yeah. it's justified, really. Yeah.
0: And when the brands come through as well, again, each act or artist who's, built up that brand. Yeah, that justifies it as well. Because exactly. suppli- again, it goes back to sort of your supply and demand. You know, artists in high demand can get. High fees yeah. exactly because yeah. cause they're wanted more often, yeah. you know, and that's not just come overnight, no. I suppose is what I'm trying to say. Hard so, like, work. <laughs> yeah, saying to any parents listening or anybody like that with yes. young children that if you can get them into it, please it support will be, them as well. But it'll I be think. tough, yeah, and you do have to make them stick with it. And exactly. it can sometimes be a battle because I know loads of people have come to me, I've had and it. you, yeah. and you, everyone yeah. that does it, saying, Oh I used to play that I used to play this yeah. I used to do that and I give it up I wish I'd kept what? up with it no <laughs> they only realize when the older yeah that they made a mistake giving it up and that by that time it's too late and that
2: makes me so sad because i think especially nowadays like i always say to a prime example is i met this um uh, young violinist at rncm and he used to come and watch all my performances it just happened he was there just to learn mm. and he's so enthusiastic and his parents are amazing but you know i'll never forget you know we got we just had like a catch-up Um, and it was a bit more of an advice call really as to what to do you know he's just not into it at the moment he wants to do everything and I just said you've got to encourage him yeah you know just keep him going I said even if because he he has a few pieces ready and I was like well why don't you put on like a street event for him to play to raise money just anything to get him to play and he had such a great time and loved it so it's just trying to think of new things and ways to make people and you know Everyone to keep going. Mm. Um, I think it, it gets to that tricky age of like teenage age, yeah, 13. That was when yeah. I struggled, 13, 14, and my dad was a teacher at my school. So I had the whole stigma of, oh, no. you're Mr. Russell's daughter, and oh, yeah. it was hard. Wow.
0: My, my dad taught at my school.
2: As well, so you know. But I
0: know, but I wasn't there when he was there, fortunately, oh, but a okay. lot of the teachers were still there that had okay. worked with him. So they know. So I didn't quite get labelled with the.
2: Yeah, it's it, interesting
0: your, your dad's a teacher, but it was not. Far off. Yeah,
2: it didn't phase me, but it's one of those where I just always, for me, obviously, I had my parents' support and they were, they were the same. Keep going, nope, you're going to do it. And I just thought, okay. But then I always looked at it again when, say, the days I didn't practice, it made me realise how much I did actually love it. Yeah. So when I had like a couple of days off and I was more in my GCSEs or whatever, yeah. and then I was like, I don't want to be revising right now, I want to be playing, but I can't. But yeah. So that's when I realised how much I really did love the violin.
0: So. Yeah, brilliant. So moving on. Yep. Um We're obviously coming back to the here and now. Yes, we're obviously going to have to speak about the whole the COVID thing that has We must. I, I keep. I say it on every podcast, we're going to briefly touch on it, and then we end so up getting I. into it. And, and it's very it, it, let's just be honest; it's very very difficult to avoid. So, yeah. bearing that, obviously we know the industry right now is on its knees, really, yeah. because of it. It's
2: hard but times, maybe.
0: Cast your mind back and think of a few other other challenges that you face with other than COVID within this industry.
2: Yeah, definitely. There's loads to consider. I think for me, um, you know, at the moment, kind of doing it on my own uh, with my family. So there's just me and my mum who are mm. kind of doing everything from the marketing to booking the clients to actually being at the event and playing. So for me, that was a massive challenge to start with because I don't think when I set it up, I knew I had. idea but i don't think i realized obviously i'm a violinist i'm not really a businesswoman. never got taught any business skills so i just thought i'll be all right like we'll get through surely it'll be easy but actually it was so challenging like I learned so much from it learned how to manage my time which was a massive thing especially when you're coming back from gigs late and then you know so to start with it was very up and down and that was probably the first major challenge um, but we're getting there. We, there's always challenges like that, but we're evening them out slowly. Yeah, there's there's
1: yeah. been times where I've messaged you and you'll get back to me at the most <laughs> maddest times ever. At like 4am, 6am, I'm like, what is going on here? You'll just tell me. You'll, I'll send you a message. I'll like,
2: I've oh, just got back from London. Just got back like- from London.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get a couple hours sleep and I'm... I'm flying somewhere else back again oh, wow.
2: but I think like you said even though we don't talk about COVID I think it has helped me realise I need to slow down mm. in a way that I need to look after myself yeah. which I definitely wasn't doing mm. I'd say two years ago I was just running everywhere taking every bit of business that we could Um Which, in the way, was a good thing because it helped us get going. Helped us get the ball rolling. Helped us get, you know, to meet you guys. uh, Meet other, like, production companies and events people. But I think now we have those contacts. We're not slowing down, but in a way we're keeping going. But I'm just not being stupid. Yeah, you can
0: afford to be more selective. Exactly. But everyone goes through that initial, like, rush of taking Everything. everything. (laughs) Because there's no other way to get off the ground until yeah. you've got some sort of one financial backing in terms of like bringing in revenue. Yeah. But then also being able to build up the contact base, like you just said then. That was hard, That, that yeah. can support your business essentially moving forward. And I think only then when you've got that brand recognition yeah. uh, and the, the client base is that's when you can start being a little bit more selective. Yes. Um in what you do, personally, as an artist, but also as a business.
2: Exactly, and then for me, another thing was, obviously, I've never really dealt with clients. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a massive thing you learn about, even from as simple as learning how to speak on the phone, like, I was like, what am I doing? Like, (laughs) do I have a phone voice? Like, I had no (laughs) idea what I was doing. Um, And in a way, I learned a lot from my mum, because obviously, she's a manager, so she kind of does that on a regular basis, 9 to 5. And obviously, deals with barristers, like just different people on a regular basis. So, I kind of learned slowly from her because I used to work, you know, at her chambers when I was yeah, 15, yeah. 16. Yeah. So, when she was on the phone, I was like oh, peeping in, trying to have Taking a little listen, kind of you know, thing, trying yeah. to take notes earlier on. I never knew I wanted to set up a business then, but it still came in handy yeah, yeah. with general yeah. things, you know. So, that's how it started. So, she's definitely been a massive role model throughout yeah, this process. Pretty, yeah, sure.
0: she's great, you <laughs> I really like her. Uh, lovely lady, she is very hello. lovely lady. <laughs> hello, mum. <laughs> if you're listening, hello, hello. We're all watching now because we're yeah. going onto YouTube. Yeah. I always forget we're actually being filmed. It's, yeah, um, yeah. So another point, like obviously, like we've just gone over there, yeah. is about how busy you've been and taking on the business. And I mean, you're you are personally probably the best person to an- answer this question because yeah, yeah, I know yeah. how busy you are and. It's something we ask everyone that comes on the show, but how do you deal with busy, stressful times? And in, um, go into as much depth as you want. Yeah, we fine. speak to people about anxiety, mental health, because that does come into play a lot Massively. with artists, musicians, yeah. whatever. Uh, so, how do you deal with, with that?
2: Oh, it's an interesting one. Um, right at the beginning, I just kind of put it to one side. And I thought, no, I'm strong. I can keep going. And that's what I was doing for the past two years. Dig deep, dig deep. Because my mum obviously was like, you know, no matter what happens, you just got to keep strong. Mm. And in a way, she kind of used to give me pep talks, like, no, you can do it. No, you... And I just kept going. And then it got to, obviously, you only can go for so long before you then kind of just break down. Yeah. And it's one of those that's, again, I've learned a lot through COVID is mental health is a massive thing for performers mm. and obviously business owners because we don't like to portray it. when we're in front of clients or around you know people who you're working with you always have to
1: got a reputation yeah and you
2: know you can't really say oh well i've got back from a gig at four i'm not i'm feeling really like imagine and then a client rings you at seven or something stupid because they're in another country yeah and it's all that sort of thing so i definitely have dug deep a lot during this so yeah, I think it is really important because I definitely say always talk because that's what I learned. I didn't, mm-hmm. and I just kept it. And I was like, no, I'm strong. I've got this. I can perform. I can do this. And it, you just get into like this whirlwind of emotions every day. Is and I learned the hard way. Just talk. And like I said, I'm I'm lucky. I can speak to my family about it. And mm. you know, I have my dad's support, my mum's support, even my brother's support yeah. now. Um, which is amazing. So we all talk together, and um, that really helps.
0: Yeah, it is. It's that and that. I think having that network of support is really important whether it's friends family or whatever whoever it's, it need, is you need that uh, to offload
2: yeah and you're definitely not alone which I know sounds oh, stupid no, but yeah. it's so true
0: <laughs>
1: you do think it at the beginning you're like you do? the only person who's got who's so busy right yeah. now no and then busy. it gets
2: worse because when you start thinking that it gets deeper and deeper and deeper rather than if you're able to say it and <laughs> you know try and get it out somehow it's a relief isn't you feel it, better yes yeah. yeah.
0: uh, I definitely agree with that I think <laughs> talking's a massive Massive resolve for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. So we'll move on
1: now. Yeah. Uh, to the next section. Yeah. So how how did we how did we meet? How did you? I
2: think it was social media when we just set up like it was really really early on from our side we literally I think were just on social media I don't even think we had a website or we just had a new website it was yeah. that early on in our development because we started getting sort of inquiries just from social media yeah. you never realise how powerful social media is <laughs> um, which yeah. I'm learning a lot now um, but yeah it was um, Dax message does um, for an event at Thornton Manor um, yeah. and you were coming up with this concept of having a string sort of section with DJ and that was basically it um, and you were like you know come to this event yeah. and we kind of got all the arrangements sorted and it started from there really so yeah
0: yeah I can remember actually it's yeah. a good question because I was thinking when you've asked that then I thought actually how did I meet you
2: and it was the funniest I'll never forget that event it was amazing we like we got all makeup done and we had like really nice dresses we're yeah, like yeah. oh we have got to make a good impression and, and we felt like I'll never forget one of our girls had the same dresses as one of the actual like party members so she was like well at least we fit in. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. good. And if anything happens, we fit in. So,
0: <laughs> which one was that? Thornton Manor or Petfordton?
2: Thornton Manor. Oh, I I'll remember never it. forget. I
0: remember it. Yeah, I remember the. Pet- I think F- you one. were
2: there.
0: That's <laughs> the one we filmed, isn't it?
2: That's the one we filmed. Yeah, yeah um, when we when you can't kind of hope, you liked us anyway. Seems like you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, it was from that that then we. The that
1: concept thing. was another one that works very, very well. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that video what video we got with you and a DJ outside at Peckford, it
2: was insane. Yeah. It really? was a perfect day as well for all. Mega wedding,
1: wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> just, um, another question is, what do you think about the people behind Six Fifteen?
2: Oh, I love you all. Hey. You're all like my family, really. <laughs> Even though I'll I don't speak it. too much when I do, yeah. I have such great time because um, yeah. I know we're all busy. Yeah. Um, so we obviously don't get time to do a lot together or ground stuff. But when we do, it's great. And I think we are very like-minded in the way we think business-wise as Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. which helps. Um, I think it's really important important for musicians. Like, you know, a lot of musicians, I know it sounds bad, they don't really have that kind of social skill. Mm. To speak to people, they kind of turn out, do the job, right off the But I think it's really important to have that, especially with different, like the rapport, basically, between musicians. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you can help each other out, I think you know as businesses as I'm learning now especially with Covid you, we all need each other yeah. um, and if we can help each other and somehow create something together that's spe- more special than what you already can do then yeah. why not
1: yeah happy days happy days mm. brilliant and uh, the next question I actually know the answer to this oh, one because no. I, I feel like I was there I saw it happen but <laughs> have you got any, um, have I you got know what funny... you're going to say <laughs> <laughs> have you got any funny stories last oh. week? Well? <laughs> <laughs> like 6.15 it was this the wedding yeah I <laughs> yeah. it oh yeah that was good. oh well,
2: so I thought the
1: monitor was stable. <laughs> was this
0: at
2: time Yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, it
0: was. I just can't believe no one got that on video. But Bill,
1: Bill, people, cameras out. Yeah,
0: but you, you put your, you had yours out. Cammy had you, you had your camera out and put it away, which I is don't. unlike not like. like the master of filming stuff. He'll, he'll get you dribbling mayo out of your mouth <laughs> eating you a burger. I was like, I want
2: to join you guys. I can't be on the floor, and I was like, I'm just gonna go for it, and then fell
0: right on the floor yeah but you could have hurt yourself to be fair it, yeah it could I have I mean it was bad. funny but you fell off a like two foot stage yeah. on, standing on a monitor that yeah.
1: tipped you off but
2: but you right into the te- like table and chairs of red florals designs yeah, awesome.
1: you took two steps back like you were going to do a run up and I was like I <laughs> that <on> this <laughs> is not ending well <laughs> but you got up straight away and you started I was
2: saying, like oh, yeah it's weird isn't it when you get because it's happened a few times and she's going to hate me for this one of our girls Michaela but she's known for it like whether it's it's on stage or off stage Mm. it's always Michaela who stacks it every single time and it's a similar thing like she does the same she just gets up but as I just keep going she just looked round like a deer in headlights as if like what's <laughs> just happened and there was this one I'll never forget that we're it, thank god it was just like a wedding it wasn't anything yeah. major but it was living on a prayer we were playing um, for a drinks reception and there was just two of us it was just me and her there and it got to the key change right into the Christmas tree all I saw I like turned round to be like let's do this and then she was, just saw a heel <laughs> up and she was like in the Christmas tree <laughs> Oh man. so we've had a yeah and then after that day I knew what it felt like so I went up to her afterwards and I was like yeah I know how you feel now <laughs> yeah full
0: full audience as well and just full literally on. I thought oh my days <laughs> I, I was I wasn't even I think you was playing with Dax and
2: yeah I was I think yeah, it was wasn't it was just you
0: and Dax no you were filming
2: we were
0: there. you were filming I'm sure you were because you just put your phone away and missed it and I was stood behind the decks and I was like oh my days <laughs> and Liam and Tom who's our production lads they was just in bits on the floor <laughs> behind going oh my god you've seen that I'm
2: never going to forget I was like, that (laughs) Now she's still got
0: her legs intact, eh? It looked like she just snapped, like, literally snapped your ankle in two. yeah,
2: I'll never forget.
0: Oh, brilliant. Right... The fun round, the quick fire questions. Oh, Literally, we're just okay. going to come at you with some random questions. Let's do this, uh, and you just people tend to like not just give a one word answer. They tend to go off on what one, but if you can, just give a one word answer. Oh, God, I'm yeah, really
2: bad at this. I'll
0: okay, I'll, I do allow a little bit of talking if, if it's if it's needed. Be good, needed. yeah,
2: justified. Yeah, yeah
0: Cammy starts yeah. us off anyway. Right, so electric or acoustic? Electric. Violin? Oh my, that That's
2: was quite easy. easy. Sorry
1: favourite cheese mozzarella oh good choice Ooh. what would you put in the toaster
2: what did you say what
1: would you put in the toaster
2: toast <laughs> 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 no bread <laughs> damn
1: it <laughs> I was like I do think you
0: Say toast. I was like, oh, he's had his over trick here. He's had his over quick fair. Crumpets go in.
2: Crumpets do go in.
0: I'll tell you what else goes in: potato waffles. Yeah. Out the freezer. Best way to cook potato waffle is in the toaster. Out the freezer. There you
2: go. Learn something new every day. There you
0: go. There's a little fun fact for you. Or even better, providing that you've not got all your toast toasty crumbs at the bottom of it and you've what? cleaned it out tip your toaster on the side you've never done that yes I have and put cheese on toast in it but one no way up way. and it toasts it there you go but you have to have it on it's side so make sure it's clean and it's level
2: there we go there's I'm some tricks that, for
0: you now. that's uni tricks that And when that's you couldn't be doing like you didn't have a griller out so you just bang it in the toaster upside yeah. down basically and it goes in sideways
1: and you toast your cheese there for goes. a record Tom's going to demonstrate this at some I will point. do we'll get it on film I'll, yeah. do,
0: I'll do a YouTube tutorial on how to toast cheese on toast <laughs> yeah. What else have I got? Uh, uh, Favorite type of music. Favorite. Let me read it. Favorite favorite genre of music.
2: That's so hard for me.
0: Just say it. Can't. It's got to be what's all.
2: I don't have a favorite genre.
0: No. But I don't. There must be one that that sits up there. No. Let's see. Look at my
2: Spotify playlist, (laughs) and you've got classical. R&B, house, you've got, like, all the chart stuff. Like, I could not say. You've got classics. Like, I could not say.
1: All right, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a scenario, right? Finished a gig, sweating, 4am, you get in your car, right? You go on the where spot. Is this going? <laughs> 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 you go in your car. And you're going to play a track whilst you drive home. I've got the radio on. Yeah, no, that's
0: not a good... I just put radio that, that's on. That's not a good scenario, yeah. because we don't listen to music after a gig. Yeah. We have silence. Yeah. But... No, I no, no, no I'm forcing you to answer oh this one. We're God. not doing it because... I also have a classical playlist that I've built, and I listen to classic FM but, but not all the time. Yeah. I also have like a little jazz playlist yeah. thing, which I v- rarely listen to, but I still do. Like, yeah, I don't
2: listen to a lot. See, of
0: I guys. used to have Branford Marsalis. Who's like, well, see, super get. I'm even doing myself out of this quick fire round. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but obviously, if I get asked, it's definitely house straight up. Yeah,
2: so I can't. But
0: I love all the music. You've got to be able I'm to. I'm classically a... trained. Yeah, but well, I am. So there's no. Right, we're not. Having it. You've got to answer one.
2: I you... don't. I can't. Like honestly, and that's why I do what I do because that's. Why why I'm not an orchestral player? Because if that was, it'd be classical.
0: I'm
1: gonna flip the scenario, right? You're off to a big gig, right? I need to hype yourself up. Bounce, yeah, bounce, house bounce. I put house on. I said bounce, bounce, ding, 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 bounce by the house. That'd have been a shock. I have a rush for bounce. I wonder if violin goes with bounce. So we try it.
0: I've
2: never tried it. I think we should. Right, we're getting. we do
0: a get a do... like... Right, everyone, watch out. We're going to do an Instagram. Yeah video or live we've or Facebook video of, of Emma Rushworth Mariella Violin doing some violin with Bounce
2: let's do it we're doing it
0: right let's, let's leave it there let's wrap it up <laughs> thank you so much for coming in not a
2: problem thank uh, you guys it's really good to see you, you I know too. we've not seen each other for a long
0: time <laughs> anything you want to plug um, socials
2: yeah just that we're obviously all on social media at String Infusion um, check out our website as well or check out my Mariella Violin page on yeah. Instagram Facebook as well or just speak to these guys as make well make sure you book through us yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. So yeah. these guys (laughs) Uh,
0: actually not too much plugging (laughs) Uh, we're going to have to cut that out (laughs) can we finish this up mate
1: thanks for tuning in to the Off The Record podcast with Emma Rushworth aka Mariella Violin hope you've enjoyed it as much as us if you're watching YouTube the links will be in the description below and don't forget to subscribe like and leave us a review on podcast and Spotify as well choose podcast
0: well done Cammy. you struggled with that a little bit there we're a bit <laughs> rusty <that> this morning <laughs> yeah. right yeah thank you guys that's it from us I'm Tom Lamore and we've been joined by the lovely Emma Rushworth and obviously to my co-host Cammy. see you soon
1: bye 6.15 off the record